0: Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open The Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City who just loves to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. Be warned, you should be 18 and over and probably be listening with your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. On today's minicast, I'm talking about masturbation because May is National Masturbation Month. This episode is a bit female-centric because, quite honestly, men are pretty good at it already and have regular habits usually when it comes to masturbation. So my thought was I wanted to talk to the ladies in the audience. Women don't often have a regular routine with masturbation or self-love. Many of us have experienced shame or even some conditioning around this topic. And my hope is to give you some information and guidance to some resources that can help increase your comfort level. Happy National Masturbation Month. May is Masturbation Month. Who knew? Oh, I did because I'm a relationship dating and sex coach and I pay attention to these kinds of things, but uh, not many people are aware of what I think is a fantastic National Awareness Campaign. Masturbation is something I ask every single one of my clients about. It's not because I want to know every little last detail. It's because I want to know what their relationship is with their body. Masturbation, especially for women, is one of those habits that can help increase your libido. It can help increase your self-awareness of your body. And plus, most women don't actually orgasm from intercourse. So it can allow women to have their orgasms. You know, I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I read a lot of articles and a point that I heard recently that just, it kind of keeps ringing in my head because I hadn't really thought about it this way is that, you know, when, when boys and girls have sex for the first time, boys, chances are, have probably already had their first orgasm. They're familiar with it because they've masturbated, not many girls have masturbated before they actually have intercourse for the first time or at least not masturbated to orgasm. So I need a boys a little bit more show and tell when they're kids and teens and they'll talk about masturbation, jerking off, whatever. Girls aren't really as apt to share those kinds of things. So usually girls, young women are learning about masturbation either on their own, they're learning about it from porn, they're learning about it from the internet, reading a book, things like that. So, I'm often surprised by how many of my adult clients are not masturbating regularly, or some just treat as sort of a mechanical exercise. They're not really doing anything to explore their body and and really and kind of find out more about themselves. So, I've often developed masturbation plans for my clients. In fact, I've even gone shopping at Surrillas with some of my clients or helped them pick out toys online. Um, masturbation of course doesn't have to involve toys, but it can be a hell of a lot more fun that way. Everybody's different. There's really no right or wrong way to masturbate. I actually had a client recently who was like, you know, I just don't like inserting my fingers into myself because I just just don't. And I kind of feel like, well, why am I not okay with that? Shouldn't I be okay with exploring my body? And I just looked at her and said, you know what? If you don't like masturbating that way, you just don't like masturbating that way. Some, some women just want external stimulation. They don't really want their fingers. Maybe they want a toy or something like that. Um, but there's no right or wrong way to masturbate. Uh, I was like, you know, just do what you like. And the look on her face and the relief that she seemed to have, (laughs) Just from being given permission to pleasure herself the way that she wanted to pleasure herself seemed like such a huge relief. It's a big weight lifted off her shoulders, it seemed like. So there's a website out there for women, and I suppose men could look at it too, but it is specifically geared towards women. Emma Watson actually talked about this in an interview, so it kind of got its little moment there in pop culture because she talked about it on a national stage, and it's called omgs.com. It is, it is graphic, but it's educational. It's not, it's not just pornography, but yes, there are women who are naked. There's breasts, there's vulvas, there's masturbation. But the point of OMG, yes, isn't just to have a, a display of like women getting off. It was really a, based in science. It was done in part with the Kinsey Institute out of Indiana University. If you're not familiar with Alfred Kinsey, he's one of the uh, kind of original sexologists out there. There was a movie about him that Neeson starred in in the early 2000s. And what the Kinsey Institute found by interviewing thousands of women was that a lot of us have habits that there wasn't really much language around. Uh, in fact, I think the term edging came out of this this research. The idea of um, getting close to orgasm and then pulling back and then getting closer again and then pulling back will lead to a more intense orgasm. So that's edging. Uh, but this website has lots of different information on there. You can go in and actually kind of practice some different techniques. There's actually a vulva and a clitoris there on screen, and you can practice different strokes and different maneuvers. But the point is it was a lot about normalization. It was about saying, you know, women masturbate, and every woman masturbates differently, and there's there's just nothing wrong with finding, finding your pleasure the way that you need to, to take it. So yeah, omgs.com is a website I recommend to all my female clients, pretty much, too. Uh, I think that it's a really great way. I mean, it's only 39 bucks. It's a one-time subscription. It's not like a reoccurring fee or anything. And you can learn so much about your own body just by hopping on there and playing around with some of the videos, playing around with some of the games, and, and learn a little bit more about your body. Ladies, when it comes to masturbation, something else that can be really helpful is... Betty Dodson's website. Betty Dodson is kind of the, oh, grandmother of masturbation at this point. I'm sorry, but she's, you know, she's in her seventies now. She's kind of starting to pass along some of her um, work on to a gal named Carlin that works there at her institute in New York City. Betty Dodson is totally fierce uh, and very straightforward. But she does what's called hands on, hands in. Uh, so. Women that go to her clinic in New York City actually will have coaching, physical coaching about their bodies, about their clitorises, about all of it, about especially how to masturbate. And of course, as a sex coach, have a subscription to her website as well. Um, Again, the videos are graphic, things like that, but it's all about education. And one of the things I learned and picked up and have integrated into my masturbation routine is the idea of relaxing your hips. A lot of us get very tense, and we just kind of, you know, scrunch up our butts, just, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to hang on for it, and it's coming, it's coming, and then just we have the hardest time letting go and releasing and having an orgasm. So she shows how our how pelvis reacts and, and how the muscles react when we're kind of like rocking our hips back and forth and how that can actually help us relax enough to allow our bodies to experience not only experience an orgasm, but experience a more intense orgasm. So um, anybody who's maybe having some trouble with that, take a look at Betty Dodson's website. As a coach, one of my jobs sometimes is just to link people to resources that are really, really helpful. It's not always for me to give them every little last morsel of details Um, Sometimes people have to do a little bit of learning on their own. Plus, since everyone is different, I like to be able to present options to people so that they can kind of go out, find out some information and kind of come back to me and say, you know, I I looked at this and, and I didn't really resonate with that. But this other thing that I looked at or this podcast you sent me or this book that you recommended that I read was so, so helpful. I will say that I think that masturbation is necessary for everyone. An orgasm a day definitely keeps the doctor away, and with May being National Masturbation Month, this can be a really good time to help you explore your bodies, help you understand more about your orgasms, and just help you feel happier. I mean, who isn't happier after they have an orgasm, right? I think that's one of the best ways to start the day off. Whether you're with a partner or uh, you're just on your own, an orgasm's fantastic and just kind of gets those those good chemicals flowing in your body those good neurotransmitters and starts you off on the right foot for the day so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I've I've heard from people when it comes to masturbation one of the things that hmm, I always have to tread lightly on this topic when especially say if it's with a couple and he's masturbating she catches him. She's not really happy, not really understanding. Like, well, why are you masturbating? I'm right here. I was in the other room. You could have just come in and said something and I would have like helped you out or we could have had sex or whatnot. But I think that it's important for partners to remember that solo sex is still just as important as partnered sex for both parties. It's not just that you know men have a higher libido, so they need to get off more often. It's, that's not my opinion at all. Really what I think it's about is just simply sexual health. An orgasm doesn't have to occur just because you're with your partner. Um, Orgasms are a personal experience no matter what. What I have been able to do for some couples who have had these concerns is help them understand that solo play is just an essential part of sexual health. Having an orgasm isn't about intercourse. You can have orgasms completely without intercourse or a partner as just part of your normal routine to maintain your sexual health. I just wish there was less stigma for, especially for men, uh, for masturbating when they're in a partner situation. There's absolutely nothing there's men don't masturbate when they're in a relationship just because they don't want to have sex with their partner. They don't masturbate because they're not attracted to their partner. It's it's not masturbating also because they're just thinking about something else. I mean, they could be because it's just fantasy. Fantasy, that's a whole other conversation we can talk about when it comes to masturbation on another episode. But I suppose what I'm saying is I would simply encourage everyone to consider that your partner masturbating is not a reflection upon your relationship. It's not a reflection upon your sex life. It is simply an act they are doing to maintain their health, to feel good. Maybe they're thinking about you. Who knows? You know, they're thinking about the last time you guys were together and it was super, super hot and they're playing out that fantasy again. I would encourage you to just be open and talk about it if you're uncomfortable with your partner's masturbation habits. Just, you know, if you're not quite sure how to approach it, of course, a coach like myself can be really helpful for that, preparing for that conversation, but I would say, don't do it like if you catch your partner, don't do it right in that moment because that's just awkward. Wait until a little bit later and just come from a place of compassion and empathy and understanding and know they might be a little bit embarrassed about it and you can even address that and say like, I know it's a little embarrassing that I just caught you, but you know, I was just, just curious and maybe it's an opportunity for you guys to open up a conversation about your fantasies or about what sexual health should be for you both together. Uh, Maybe it's a time to talk about your masturbation habits. I know a lot of people out there who have never tried mutual masturbation. I I often ask clients if they've ever done it, and there's a handful, but most of the time my couple clients just kind of look at me like, are you fucking kidding me? There's no way I would do that in front of my partner. But... Mutual masturbation can be an eye-opening experience. So mutual masturbation, the actual act itself is just laying down next to each other and getting yourselves off in each other's presence. There can be touching back and forth where it's touching a leg or touching genitals or kissing or whatever, helping each other out a little bit, but it really is more about like the solo play and that other person being witness to it. It can be really beneficial for that other partner to see, like, how do you touch yourself? Where do you like to be touched? Uh, What's the intensity? Uh, What does your body start looking like when you're getting really close to orgasm? Um, It can be that opportunity for them to practice different things that will help you feel turned on. Like, if you like to be touched on the side of your neck, you know, maybe they can... Um, you know, take a second out of their play and kind of just, uh, you know, touch you there or kiss you there or play with your nipple or I don't know, stroke your balls, whatever we kind of like, (laughs) but I actually did mutual masturbation with my first long-term partner, and we didn't really have um, kind of a language around it. We just thought it was kind of fun to lay next to each other and get off. And we kind of help each other from time to time. But it was, again, often more about, like, that solo play than that other person being witness to it. And I didn't realize how uh, connected that made us uh, for the first few years of our relationship. That that activity actually kind of, like, tapered off after a while. So, I don't know. Eh, there, there were other things that led to less sex in that relationship. But, uh, we'll talk about that in an interview maybe sometime anyway um I didn't realize what that practice really was and then as I started doing my studies to become a sex coach and found out that that really what the really why that was so beneficial was just incredibly eye-opening I was like oh my gosh we we really did learn so much about each other's bodies and how we each liked to be touched how we didn't like to be touched uh how we liked to be kissed and uh, definitely made me better at hand jobs for him. That's for sure. <laughs> Cause I got to see how he liked it. But um, yeah, if you if you have never tried mutual masturbation, uh, I would definitely encourage you to talk to your partner about it. Maybe don't just go like, "Hey, we're gonna do this," then we're gonna do it right now. But again, always the best time to talk about sex is when you're not having sex. <laughs> so maybe you're in the car ride home and you want to just say like, "Hey, I'm." heard this podcast or I read this on the internet. Who knows? Just, just use something to say like, I was thinking about this. I was curious what your thoughts are. Would you like to try it? Um, talk about your concerns back and forth or, you know, the partner says like health, like, yeah, I want to go do that. Then just schedule some time or get on home and have some fun with it. Anyway, there is no right or wrong way to masturbate as long as it's safe, sane and consensual everybody does it differently. If you're not masturbating and you kind of don't really know where to start, a coach like myself can be a good person to come talk to so that you can talk about some of your concerns, some of your things that have held you back. And again, we can create a masturbation plan for you. So again, happy National Masturbation Month. I wish you all the best. Get out there and have your orgasm a day. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. You can find me on Facebook at Open the Doors Coaching or Instagram and Twitter at Open the Doors Casey. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast, of course. But if you really want more tips and advice from me, then join my email newsletter by visiting my website at Open the Doors My theme song is original music by Matthew Kusa. Until next time.